1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Let's Talk About
2: from Style Canada. And let me tell you, we're talking. Let's face it, we talk a lot. We talk about things we love, hot topics, and anything in between. But what about the things we don't talk about? What about the things we want to know but don't know how to ask? Don't worry, we've got you covered. Let's expand our horizons. Let's talk about it. Hi everyone and welcome. This week we're talking to Julie Thurgood-Burnett from Herewood Farms. Hi Julie,
3: thank you so much for being here with us. Oh, thanks for having me. This is pretty exciting. I'm enjoying the journey we're having together. So,
2: Yeah, Yeah. so as everyone knows with this series for the month of July, we are talking to brands that are a part of our pop-up and the pop-up is happening downtown Niagara-on-the-Lake. We are open Thursdays through Mondays 10 to 5 at 233 King Street, so Julie and Herwood Farms will be there, so come check us out, and yeah, that's, so the whole month of July is all some of the brands that are being a part of it, so we're excited to have you here, Um, and in the podcast today, we're going to chat a little bit about your story, the brand story, and some products. Uh, And you have a very unique product, you have it hanging behind you, which is beautiful. So we'll get a little more into that. But I know, I know a little bit about you because we also have um, a brand profile done up on site. But I'd love to hear from your own words. It sounds like you have a really interesting background and, and kind of path that brought you here. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your story?
3: Yeah, it's a uh, it's a whim that turned into I wasn't even looking for it, so it usually um, <laughs> how life
2: works, right? <laughs> know,
3: just add to my platter to my life. Yeah. But we, uh, I owned a marketing agency with a partner. I was bored during lockdown. I hate using that, but you know, in 2020, I guess it was. And uh, my garden was doing really well, and we live on 150 acres, and it just dawned on me. Don't I'm not a gardener. Okay. So, you know, my husband's a farmer, but he's an engineer for his living. And so it, I was like, I wonder if lavender would grow here. And so I started with 40 plants. It, then I, I took a course, um, my background, I went to school, for fashion marketing and cosmetology, but I never really got into the whole makeup side and the cosmetology side of it.
0: Mm-hmm. I went right
3: into marketing. So it's kind of neat to come back to those roots that I have. So, um, I started making products and I started infusing the lavender. And the more I learned, I was like, oh my gosh, we're, we're onto something. And then we sold out of all our product. And that was just with wow. our friends. And, and here I am still running this agency that was taken off from being so busy because businesses were getting all these grants. So I was working two full-time jobs. Oh my gosh, And, okay. uh, and then my husband's like, we should do 3000 plants. And I'm like, what? Like, what are you talking about? And I, and I didn't order them right away. Cause I was like, he's going to come to <laughs> his senses. <laughs> and then I relented and we went to 3000 plants. And then the brand kind of came together. My old business partner, she's totally behind. I knew what I wanted it to look like. I wanted it to look mm-hmm. upscale. I wanted it to be something that I would stop and grab and be very mm-hmm. interested. in. um, and I didn't want to look like a farm brand that was just at a farmer's market. So it was very yep. key where I needed this market to be. Yeah. And so then uh, now we're 6,000 plants. We sell across North America. I sold my shares in my marketing agency. So here I am. I'm doing this. Oh my
2: gosh. that
3: all (laughs) happened in two years. Yes. It's a little (laughs) insane. And it really, like it was when it took off, I was like, I'm like a year ahead. Like I didn't yes. think it was like it was slow. Um, We were featured in a local magazine, and and um, people showed up the day it came out, going, "Oh, we want to shop." And I'm like, "Well, my shop's really my workspace. Like it wasn't. Yeah. I would. I'd never imagine I was having a store to take care of." Right. So then we just kind of. I don't like the word pivot. I wish there was a new word for that. I think I was, we... gonna, I was gonna say pivot. So I'm gonna <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. But t- let's go.
2: Let's. That sounds like a whirlwind. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But let's yeah. take a. A few steps even back from that. So you have a background in marketing. You're at this marketing agency. How did you even come to like live on a farm? Like live on a farm? Is that? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's a weird question, but like, did you have? I assume marketing agency. I'm like, oh, you'd have to live in the city, be by brands. Like, how did you even get to the farm to begin with?
3: I married my husband. So my husband's um, the reason why we called it Herewood is my husband's ancestors came here from Ireland during the potato famine. So down the road, there was like, they set up a hotel and a post office and a blacksmith. Unfortunately, none of that's there anymore. Um, And so they all farmed in this area. So it's the fifth generation. So my husband has never left. um, So we're, you know, our, our second marriage combined family. Um, I did work downtown. I was a total city girl. Like his grandfather used to laugh at me and say, you're going to have to sell your car if you're going to live out here kind of thing. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. so I've changed my high heels for my Blundstones and uh, Cartwright. overalls. <laughs> like really. I love that. Um, but I couldn't move back into the city. And so with the agency we have, like we were located in Orangeville. So we still did across North America. We just we were small rooted yeah. and and then it kind of became work from home anyways. So mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. and so then we do other crop, like
3: we just don't do lavender. Like that's sitting on like two and a half acres. Um, we're now up to six thousand plants. But I think we're done, like that's, that's I think your that's kind manageable. Of
2: Okay. I was just going to ask, yeah. what were you growing on the land before? So it was like a functioning farm prior yes. to the lavender. Yeah, okay. so
3: yeah. So we have 150 acres. So, uh, we do corn. Um, we do soybeans, wheat, so that we do cash crops. So Steve's family takes care of that part of the farm. So, okay. Okay.
2: So you had, I guess, um, you, you had, you didn't have, you personally didn't know about farming, but you did this land was being used in some way, but it wasn't branded in any way necessarily. Okay. Got it. And that's where kind of the marketing expertise comes in. Yeah. So you, when did you move, like what year did you move out
3: to the farm? Uh, that would be, I think 2016, Okay. I moved out here because they, um, I was still living in town. Like we were kind of living at my, we were kind of living at both yeah. kind of. And yeah. then yeah. we were like, what are we doing? Are we moving out to the country? Aren't we like, are we going back to your house? Like what's yeah. happening? yeah And so it was a big move. Um, and for my family too. I mean, we're 20 minutes away from where we are, but we are, okay. there's no Uber Eats. There's nothing out here. <laughs> so I'm relating travel- to your
2: story so much because I went from like New York to Niagara on the Lake and there is no I think Uber Eats just got here there's no like Lyft to live like competitor yeah. to Uber there's nothing like
3: that. I know and so, it's yeah. funny because when we travel my kids are like oh my gosh we can have Uber Eats and then I look at my credit card and I'm like okay <laughs> I'm
2: glad Uber Eats. easy on the Uber Eats I love yeah. that so yeah. we so COVID happens you kind of pivot into this it's yep. this uh, you know it seems like you were very accepted by the the town and the locals right away in terms of yeah. the product now did you just sell talk about that product journey and how it came to creating the product because i know there are some lavender farms that maybe you could just purchase the lavender but also you know you have this whole brand and line behind it so how did we go from you know we have some lavender plants this yep. is fun to like, here's our assortment. Here's our product assortment. <laughs>
3: yeah. Let's just keep rolling <laughs> it up. Well, like, I knew we. W- I wanted to be different. I didn't want to be like agritourism. Yes, we do have people that come out. I take them for tours, but I, I wanted it to be more about the product um, mm-hmm. when we decided to infuse the lavender and the more I learned about it and how it could heal skin and I was like I think we're really on to something and I and I wanted it to be a little bit more than just selling lavender mm-hmm. uh, we did get accepted a lot like I've got people that have probably I don't even think they buy through our website I think they just message me on Facebook or send me an email and I send them their yeah. orders like it it's it's such an um, I think people have been so intimate with our journey that I it's allowing me to be customer service that being in marketing, it sometimes is really hard. So it kind of takes yeah. you back to that, having those relationships with people or meeting people or people have heard about us in that whirlwind, it just kept rolling out. And I mean, it started, I look at, um, when we, our first line, cause we've, we've evolved, it was, I was calling it phenomenal and Munstead and, you know, people like, well, what's the difference? And I'm like, Oh, if I have to keep explaining what the difference is, I'm missing the point. So then I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter. It's like if people are questioning. Um, So we reduced our line a little bit. We went just with a face serum and a body oil um, and in two different oil types. So we only use sunflower. We only use almond oil and then grapeseed in our body oils. So it absorbs faster. So that it, it kind of understood or people would be like, it doesn't really smell like lavender. So I would have to adapt a little bit. And it was just listening to the customer. And I remember sitting on my steps in my mudroom and I said to my husband, I'm like, but I love the way it smells. And he goes, but it doesn't mean you can't roll out the original again. Like, and I still make the original line for mm-hmm. men. Cause it doesn't smell very strong mm-hmm. because we do add a lavender essential oil because people are like, it doesn't smell like lavender. And I'm like, oh, so I could either like put my feet in the ground and say, this is the way it is or go. Oh, people really are expecting that. So I do listen. I get messages where people are like, do you have a lotion? I'm like, no, we won't make a lotion until we can make it all natural. Well, uh-huh. the girl we work with that helps us with some of our products that makes our soap and candles. She's like, oh, I've come up with, she plonked this lotion down and said, I did it. And I'm like, what? And she goes, it'll last for two years. It's all natural. I'm like, you're kidding me. We can't keep it in stock. Like I can't keep it in thing? stock. Like,
2: so and how are you like, you mentioned the girl that, you know, came yeah. up with the lotion. How are you developing these products? Because like, are you working with at the local, it sounds like maybe at the local level with other mm-hmm. artisans or, or creators or how is that working?
3: So for me, it's because being in marketing, I've always kept my finger on the pulse. So it's just kind of switched to see what everyone else is doing. And I, and I do look mm-hmm. at the big brands. I'm like, what's kind of coming out? What's, what's something that it could resonate with my customers? I, I make, um, probably 90% of the product. So I'm really touching wow. everything. Like I'm picking oh, this, wow. I'm yeah. then coming in and going, Oh, I better go fuse some oil because I'm going to use it all, you know, in a few weeks. And, and so it's this balance and then I'm doing the marketing. So it's, it's on top.
2: You're <laughs> it's, like, yeah. You're like a one person show. Sure, wow. Okay.
3: <laughs> but, but I do like, we do like my kids help out. My kids help out with a lot of stuff, yeah. right? They know yeah. how to make stuff, but the quality control, like I haven't, that is still my baby.
1: Yeah. Um,
3: but I, re- I do refuse to make candles and soap. So that's where the partner that we have that makes those things. Cause Got she it. she's aligned the same business. Um, and her background is chemistry. So I do hit things off of her. I'll be like, for instance, I bath bombs. I'm like, I'm making these bath bombs and I'm having problems. And she's like, Oh, try this, this, and this, and then ta-da. Very
2: cool. But, Very cool. So like a little bit of like, you've taught yourself trial yeah. and error. Consultation from others yep. has kind of brought this product to life essentially. Yep, Very cool. I love, I love that. I love that you're much. like pants and all of it.
1: Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
3: <laughs> well, it's, it's <laughs> funny because we do like a women's wellness um, thing like once a month, and and so they're allowed to make their own oils. So I lay out all the scents and I go make your own oil. And I have to write down what they're making because when I smell whatever they're combining, I'm like, oh we could totally turn that into a product. So it's kind of yeah. like research for me, but they're getting to walk away with what they oh, made. I love so.
2: that. Very yeah. cool. I know I have to get up there one day. It sounds mm-hmm. like such a special place. So I, I know was, you have I to
3: come, was, come and have a picnic in the lavender field. I know.
2: And do. now, and so let's talk a little bit about the lavender itself, because you yeah. mentioned some of the benefits. So it only, what time of year's Like, what time of the year does it grow? Is it like May
3: through July, or Uh, so it differs every year, just depending on how the spring is. We were a little wet into like May and June, so it was Mm -hmm. a little delayed. There was a little winter burns, there was a lot of pruning happening. Our plants, this is their second season, even though it's kind of their first year for the Mm -hmm. first generation that we have, and then we just planted. Uh, I guess, 2,300 more. So they're little, tiny little babies. So we shape them. We get all the dead off. Some of them have started to bloom now. And it breaks my heart to do it now because you get rid of all this purple. And that's the Munstead. So we have three varieties. Um, okay. And then Coat is dark, is darker purple. I have to give her a little bit of a trim. And then Phenomenal, um, they're the big, long stalks that you see okay. in most of the pictures. So it's, all the stalks are there. They haven't bloomed yet. So they'll probably like July and August are your purple Haven okay. times. Right. Okay. So, um, but I'm always constantly trimming them. I take, like, I can't leave them on the plant too long. Cause then they, the buds just open up too much. And then they don't make these pretty little bundles that everyone likes to take home. So
2: got it. So there's like, obviously a, you know, time that has to be picked, et cetera. Yeah. Now the, you mentioned like, well, I even know the calming effects of lavender. Mm-hmm. What, what are some of the other benefits when it's in a product?
3: So we infuse it instead of, um, where it's just the scent is added, the, all those healing benefits. So the anti-aging, the anti-inflammatory, it does the biggest thing because a health Canada regulations, we can't broadcast all these magical things that lavender does. Um, but it, it's actually kind of you know, I have people that come in here and they have eczema and it clears it up or acne because they think oil products aren't going to work on their skin burns. Um, I had someone that had, um, poison Ivy our landscaper has poison oh. Ivy and I handed her a bottle and then she called me the saying and she goes, Oh my gosh, like it's healing or someone that face planted. And I'm like, put that oil on your face. And so she's like a magic she, oil. It's a magic oil. It's really, it's <laughs> magic. And the nice thing is, is that because it's right in the oil, and whether you choose almond or sunflower, you know, you get different vitamins and beta carotene and all these other things. But that, but those, that beautiful, and it is calming. Like every night when I'm putting, I use my oil every day, and I'm like, you know, I'm really 80 years old. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
2: Well, I was going to say your skin looks amazing, whatever age you are.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good. No, um, a lot of it's jeans too, but every night, like I'm inhaling that and it's just a nice, and my daughter puts it on her feet and I joke that people become addicted to it. You know, it's.
2: And My sister is one of those people that are addicted to it. I think like the little satchel under her pillow, like she yep. has it growing in the garden to keep away. It keeps away mosquitoes, right? Yes. Or different yeah. bugs too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So so many benefits and yeah. uses for it, right? Whether it's calming, whether it's nourishing, when a skincare line, whether it's keeping away pests, all of yes. those things. Very cool, and it's, it's becoming
3: more and more popular. And I think people are accepting it that it's not just your grandmother's lavender, right? Because I think we all grew up like you know with where it was that really strong.
2: Mm -hmm. Mhm, like the perfume kind of scent yeah yeah Yeah. and so when people
3: walk in here I can't smell it anymore but if you're like oh my gosh it smells so good in here I'm like it does because I can't smell it at all like I can smell when I'm out in the field or I can smell when I hang this up or when I'm making products but it I guess it's like in the wood now like in in the the whole space (laughs) I probably smell like it and I don't even know (laughs) I'm sure you smell lovely yeah (laughs) Well, no, that's
2: so it's funny. I think you're, I think you're right. I feel like lavender is having a moment and whether it's kind of through things like Instagram and people in the beautiful lavender yeah. fields taking photos, like there's definitely more of an awareness around it and its uses. Yeah. And I think there's just, and I'm sure you can speak to this a little bit, you know, on the customer side, us wanting to use products that are more natural. And I mean, you can't get much more natural than that this, if it's yeah. literally like you're taking it from planting the plant at your farm to finish products. Like yeah. I can't imagine many brands have their hand in kind of all of those areas anyway.
3: Right. And that's kind of, and, and, and I love all these other lavender farms because it's growing more awareness for mm-hmm. everyone and things will become cheaper for us to buy when it comes to equipment because a lot of stuff had to be imported So it is nice that all these lavender farms, I'm like more the merrier, like, let's go. And Mm -hmm. I also am part of the United States Lavender Association and Ontario Lavender Association. It's kind of neat to be in both because I'm learning so much about, and and a lot of them are just small farmers, right? Where they've got like 20 plants or 40 plants, or they're just experimenting or they want the pretty garden. Um, I probably help a lot of people. They'll message like, Hey, how do I do this with that? I'm like, come here. I'll tell you, like, I have nothing yeah. to hide. Just don't ask me what's in my products and we're all good, but yeah, <laughs> um, but it, but it is nice. And it is, I think that was always our advantage and I always try to stay in our lane. Like I, yes, we do certain events out here and I do want people to come out and enjoy our nature. We don't charge, like I don't charge, you know, 10 bucks mm-hmm. a head to come on our farm because I want people to enjoy the nature and, and, hear our story. And I think it's a little bit more personal than just hundreds of people, you know, coming to see, Other things that you made, like animals. Mm -hmm. And I'm not like, that's just not my jam. We live here. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: And so, so it isn't like there's the stuff you see behind me is either someone's going to buy or it's going to end up in your product. So, yeah. And it's, and it's clean either way, whether it's going in your house or it's going
2: very cool
3: in that little jar that you're going to take home. So,
2: And I love you talk, you know, you mentioned earlier how you're the one like responding to people on Facebook Mm -hmm. and taking orders. Do you feel like there's been a shift in how consumers are shopping? Mm -hmm. Um, And this, and this maybe doesn't have exactly to do with your brand, but you mentioned it. So I'm a little curious because I do feel like we're all very, and I had this conversation with actually quite a large department store in the US the other day with an employee there. And just this conversation about how we as consumers are much more like wanting to shop made in Canada, wanting to shop local. And I would even take that to like another level, which that they wanna know the owner, right? Mm-hmm. And they wanna know how the product's created. Like we're so kind of focused on supporting small business even, yeah. or what's your what's your take on that? Because I feel like it's very much a part of like, why with Style Canada, I'm happy that we're doing these podcasts and have the pop up, so we can kind of shine a light on the stories behind these brands.
3: I totally agree. When I first launched the brand, and because I still had our other agency, I was hidden behind the brand. I, I didn't want it to be about me. And it's and it's not an ego thing. I just I'm well known in the area and I really wanted the brand to kind of stay on its own. But then I realized I had to kind of peek out and go, hi, it's me. And it would be funny because someone would be like, Oh my gosh, did you hear about that new lavender farm? And I go oh, which one? And they're like, here with friends. I'm like, yeah, I own it. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, what? You never told me. And I'm like, oh, sorry. Like, I like, oops, but, yeah. um, but I am, but I'm so like, I'm posting every day. Like there's no one else doing it. There's no one else doing the goofy reels or, or getting a glimpse of my day. But my personal Facebook and Instagram have suffered completely. Cause I'm like, I don't have time for that. Yeah. Yeah. They really do like the relationships and I've met so many people, even businesses, like it's really made a, a neat connection where you're a little bit more supportive, especially with women. I, I really, mm-hmm. I, I see mm-hmm. how that kind of comes together, but mm-hmm. I think. And, or or I'll have people walk up to me and they're like, and they'll tell me what their handle is. They're like, Hey, we talk all the time on Instagram. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Nice to finally like see you in person. Yeah,
2: I mean, I'm sure there's lost that now, right. With COVID everything opening up and yeah. 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 So
3: it's, but I think it is really important. Like, I don't think I'll ever be able to step away from that because Mm -hmm. I am very much part of that. I am the one answering or I'm the one, you know, like we do free shipping over a hundred dollars and someone ordered. Um, you know, when you order something and then you're like, oh, I like something else. So she did three orders. So she got charged shipping and I couldn't, her email wasn't going through. So I called, she's like, oh, you're calling me. And I said, yeah, like, I just want to let you know, I'm refunding your shipping because you really get free shipping. Is it okay? It goes in one box. And she was like, yeah. Like, she's like, this is the best customer service I've ever had. Cause yeah, someone would have said too bad. Like you've done your three orders. And I'm like, no. So then that lady then did an order of over $1,500 like a month later. And I was like, Oh, but I think, but I think it means something that there's that face and that you actually care and it's just not another brand. Right. Yeah.
2: We're very, we're very focused on that. And I think it's a good thing. Like, I think it's a good thing that we want to know, like where our products are coming from, who's making them all of that. So it's an exciting time. And you're like, fitting into that so perfectly. And I can't believe it's all been like two years. <laughs> it's all two years. What know, a it's, whirlwind for you. <laughs> you
3: know, my aunt asked me, she goes, do you ever sit back and go, holy crap? And I go, no. Cause I go, okay, I've got 50 million things I have to do. Like, and so it kind of made me go, oh, we really have come quite far. Like, It's, it's a whole other beast. I have to invest money. I have to like, I'm, you know, when someone's like, I want to invest in your company. I'm like, no, it's okay. Like we're, we're good. I'm, you know, it's it's, my husband and I were, we divide our time. He's operations and he takes care of like, I mean, I'm doing all this, but he's doing all the weeding and we got kids doing all that stuff, but he's the planner, right? Like I couldn't tell you how Far the plants need to be. He's the one that's doing all that brain work.
2: Definitely yeah. a family-run business. Well, exciting to see what you did in two years. What the next two years has to hold. Is there anything on the horizon? I know people can come out and visit the farm. If you want to chat yeah. a little bit about
3: that, yeah, we have um, July. We have nibbles and sips, so you can come out and get a charcuterie box for two um a little bevy sit out in the fields we have picnic tables and cafe tables or you can sit on the grass we have a paint day coming up where you get to pick some lavender and paint it
0: oh, uh, cool.
3: what else oh we have a lavender festival in august um so we have local vendors food trucks and yeah so it's that gonna be fun yeah we kind of caught because we did our summer. grand opening last year and it was and i was like oh this is kind of neat I want to kind of like those are the kind of things I want to do out here. We're not open Sundays. We're only open Thursday to Saturday. Um, I do have people that call, and if I'm here, absolutely, but we still try to respect our family time yeah. and that balance yeah. so we're a little tied to a farm i can't travel as much as i used to but maybe, well, at maybe Christmas. in january yes. yeah
2: <laughs> january february is that there's yeah. no nothing going on then right <laughs>
1: yeah 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 exactly well that's exactly. so
2: exciting it was so yeah. great to chat with you and hear a little bit more about you and the brand and we're excited to have you at the
3: pop up this summer i know i can't wait i can't wait yeah. it's gonna be so much fun the other brands i was like looking at them they're amazing
2: yeah. yeah it's a great assortment of yeah. kind of you know different categories and and different even I, I'm saying it's like a chic general store yeah it's kind of the vibe that we're going for so excited to see it all come to life this weekend too yes, yeah I know so, thank so you exciting. thank you for tuning into this conversation we will have a brand new one on a brand new topic every Monday If you were intrigued by anything in our conversation, we encourage you to talk about it. Tell a friend, post on social media, take action in your very own way. Subscribe to get the newest episode at your fingertips as soon as it drops. Until next time, check out Style Canada, a disruptor
1: in the media for its community of inquisitive style seekers. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods